The Fuzzy Mike presents This Week in Sports. Before we get into some sports talk, I had a thought the other night while I couldn't sleep. My thought? Man, I wish I was a dog. See, I couldn't sleep because I got an email from my closest friend asking me for some clarification on an issue. I answered truthfully, and sometimes, with the truth, it's not always a pleasant reply. Now, I lose sleep over even the slightest, most minuscule problem, so one of this magnitude, wondering if I was losing my buddy over this admission, had my mind really racing. While I'm laying there, staring at the ceiling, playing scenarios in my head, to the left of me, my one dog is curled up in a fluffy white ball, and the other has his back firmly pressed against my hip. Both sound asleep. It had me realizing that, aside from their basic needs, dogs really don't have a care in the world. You feed them, keep them hydrated, let them out to go potty, toss a ball around occasionally, and take them for walks. They're beyond content. That doesn't mean that dogs are void of emotions, though, because they certainly have them. They get happy when they see you, sad when you leave. Sometimes they get scared and put their tails between their legs, or, if really threatened, they may lash out. They get mad. Oh, boy, does my one dog get mad. I know this because I like to mess with him at night. He's definitely a morning dog, so what I do to aggravate him is at night, when he's sleeping in bed with us, I'll just bend down and kiss him on the snout. I know it pisses him off because he shoots me the side eye and growls. Other than that, though, dogs got it made. They never have to be concerned about the feelings of others. Man, I wish I was a dog. But I'm not. I was born a male. Same as was Will Thomas, now known as Leah Thomas, the collegiate swimmer from Penn in the Ivy League. Swimmer Leah is making some huge waves. <laughs> Get it? Swimmer? Waves? <laughs> uh, anyway, if you're unfamiliar with this story, it's highly controversial. For three years, Will Thomas competed on the Penn men's swimming team. Now, as Leah, she's swimming on the women's team. And here she is now on the Swim Swam podcast with Coleman Hodges, explaining what led to her transition. I first realized I was trans um, the summer before in 2018. I decided to swim out the 2018-2019 year on the men's team as a man without coming out. The controversy is that competing as a woman, Leah is obliterating her competition, even winning a recent race by 38 seconds over her second-place teammate, and she's breaking records left and right. How do her teammates feel about Leah and her swimming prowess? The team has been unbelievably supportive since the beginning. You know, teammates and coaches as well. Um, as college football commentator Lee Corso on ESPN would say, Not so fast, my friend! <laughs> the other day, an anonymous teammate of hers had this to say in a telephone interview. Quote, Pretty much everyone individually has spoken to our coaches about not liking this. Our coach, Mike Schnurr, just really likes winning. He's like most coaches. I think secretly everyone just knows it's the wrong thing to do. End quote. Well, maybe not everyone. I can name two people and an entire organization that think it's just fine. Leah Thomas, Coach Mike Schnurr, and the NCAA. 
Listen, I am not going to say anything bad about Leah Thomas. I can't imagine what she's gone through in her life, especially in the past three years. My mental health was not very good. There was a lot of unease um, about basically just feeling trapped in my body. Like it, it didn't align. I know about mental illness. I battle it every day. I also know about not liking what you see in the mirror. I can't stand myself, but not because I'm a guy wanting to be a woman. I like that I get to pee standing up. The fault in this travesty lies with, first, the NCAA. They do have a rule in place for transgender athletes. It states, A trans female student athlete being treated with testosterone suppression medication may continue to compete on a men's team, but may not compete on a women's team until completing one calendar year of testosterone suppression treatment. Following the NCAA guidelines, I submitted all of my medical work that I had been collecting for the past year of hormone tests and medical notes from my doctor and sent all that into the NCAA and they approved everything and I was clear to compete on the women's team. How long has Leah been on these treatments? A little bit over two and a half years of uh, hormone replacement therapy. and So she's been on this regimen for over two years, and she's still crushing the competition? Given that the NCAA thinks it only takes a year for a transgender athlete to be on an equal level, how can it be that after two years, there's still a wide gap between Leah and the rest of the field? Here's why. According to Dr. Payal Coley, appearing on the nationally syndicated daytime talk show, Daily Blast Live. You cannot completely level that playing field because you cannot change somebody's body size. You can't change the size of their lungs. You can't change how big breaths they take. You can't change how tall they are, so if they're playing basketball or some other sport. So there are some advantages that are offered just to being in a male body and competing with women. Wait, j just because they're in water, you don't think body type and size provides advantages in swimming? <laughs> You're going to love this YouTube clip about the greatest swimmer of all time, Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps stands six feet four with enormous wingspan of six feet seven, creating the elongated stroke that has broken 25 individual world the records. The Baltimore Bullet does it again. His size 14 feet might as well be flippers. Dinner plate size hands grab water like a pair of paddles. Leah's birth gender and spending the first 20 years of her life as a male has given her a massive advantage over her competitors. That's just a scientific fact. So, maybe it's time the NCAA rethink its policy on transgender athletes. That could be a good place to start. And maybe it's time that Penn looks for another swim coach. Remember earlier what the anonymous Penn swimmer said about the coach and winning? Well, Schnur is on record as being, quote, obsessed with winning and backs trans swimmer Leah to be on the female team. In a 2016 interview, he bragged about changing the team's, quote, culture of extreme losing. Interesting. He's changing the culture of extreme losing by being an extreme loser. You can't, in good conscience, find this a fulfilling and rewarding way to win. Plus, what message is he sending to his girls? Allowing this and celebrating it? He's saying, basically, you're not good enough. And by not addressing their concerns, he's telling them they don't matter. I feel for Leah. I really do. She wants to swim, and she should be able to. 
but I don't think for a second her wins or records should count. So what's the solution? Maybe alongside the men's team, the women's team, we create a new transgender team or league or classification. I really don't know. But what I do know is this. In this topsy-turvy world in which we live, sometimes I really wish I was a dog. This has been the Week in Sports.